0: Jay Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing.
1: On the Range is brought to you by pro Golf.
2: Hey, good morning, St. Louis. Welcome to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearlie with me. we got our good buddy, John Boyle, sitting in with us. And we got Brad Barnes taking great care of us here at the ESPN now, studio. John's not
3: fact-checking on us, is he, for this, uh, these episodes?
2: Well, we we know what happens if he fact-checks, right? <laughs> He's out. He's out. Press right. that ejection button, and he goes <laughs> flying out of the roof. No, um, but welcome to the show. We uh, have formatted the show like around the golf. And the first segment is called the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by our friends at Pro-Am Golf. Golf just hired a good buddy of mine, Dan Kirchhoffer, as their new president. If there's anything you need, gear, you need to get fitted, you need um, – got a great line of Puma stuff over there. Call them at 314-781-7775. Ask for Craig, and they will hook you up. Uh, Pearlie, you're, you're in charge of our social media, as always, and so you can find us on our social media outlets at uh, – Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing. Jay Delsing Golf Hospitality. LinkedIn is Jay Delsing. And Instagram is?
3: We don't know. And that's that's deflecting, but we'll leave that for a later subject.
2: That's right. That's right. Okay, we want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue. have been great supporters of the show all year. Uh, Donahue painting and refinishing uh, anything you need for your home. They're safe. They've got professional painters. These are not guys they pick up off the street to come into your homes. These are professional guys call them at All twenty one thirty two all right pearly this is going to be a fun show we hope the audience thinks it's going to be a fun show we got a master master's wrap-up which is we don't really wrap anything up no. our entire show is like a run-on sentence yes and so <laughs> yes, we're yes. going to keep that we'll do that we'll do the best we can and and uh and keep into that tradition but we got a dear friend of ours dillard pruitt on who played for what 11 years or so on the pga tour fact check us John and he also has been an official for over 20 years on the regular PGA tour just a great guy. And he
3: played in the Masters a couple times. He played After the Masters. He did. Yep. he
2: did. He did. He did, did. play the Masters a couple of times. All right, so first of all, we both were loving Bryson and Bryson Dove uh, finished like tight for thirty something. Okay, what was the hardest thing
3: to listen to Bryson talk about as he's going through this? Has his head gotten smaller? Oh, <laughs> no, but apparently it's lightheaded. Oh well. You know what I said to myself when it, I lose a ball like in the fairway and I'm six over after four, I get lightheaded too.
2: Well, is lightheaded a thing? I mean, I played half my rounds here You're not supposed to be. That's not supposed to be something to <laughs> complain about. I, I will say this. The way, the way that he went about it was absolutely insane fun to watch for me because it was a triple, and then it was like five birdies. What was the second day? I think he made four pars.
3: Okay, so Jay, but also this guy is a detailed guy. He's a tech guy. He's a super smart guy, and apparently he's messing with different lengths of driver yeah. the day before the first round. Yeah,
2: no, that, that I, doesn't, I think—, I that, think.
3: he, he he, it was a bad decision. That's like the uh, you missed a shot before you swung type of a thing. That's what happened in that tournament, in I, my opinion.
2: I think, Pearl, that's, that's just a little bit of youth on, on his, you know, okay, he was getting tremendous amount of attaboys for all of oh, yeah. this scientific approach, and he dismantles a field and wing foot in unprecedented form. And then he goes to Augusta with, you know, who who was it? Was it Justin Leonard that said, you know, you don't have to go from forty five inch driver to forty eight, you can go somewhere in between. It just wasn't well thought out. I, I think it's I think you're right. I think I got away from him.
3: Well we learned a lot. Uh Dylan Fortelli, how do you say that name? Yeah. Is it Fortelli? He messes with the longer driver, and he had a longer driver out there as well. Which, you know, and if you watch some of his swings, when that ball came off of his club, it was like a like a slingshot rocket ship. Oh yeah, it was just so interesting to watch. So there, that that there's that cool dynamic, but uh, neither one of those guys won. That's kind of a cool
2: dynamic too. So, so like we to might say, as well go ahead and say something about the guy that won. How about that performance by DJ?
3: He's awesome. Okay, so what's what's your favorite thing about the whole conversation and stuff with DJ? What did you what popped out there? Oh he my gosh. In, we I don't thought, have enough time. I thought he came into his own that much more. He seemed more comfortable with interviews afterwards and stuff. More kind of relaxed, like some weight was off his shoulders.
2: Yeah, um, he's not the most interesting of guys to interview. Rory talked a lot about how he's got the absolute perfect personality, disposition, because very little bothers this guy. Mm-hmm. So if you look back at his failures in the majors, which I wouldn't consider them failures, right. I'm just saying he put himself in great, opportunity, he had great opportunities to win U.S. Opens and things like that. But of all things that, that comes to mind, Pearl, the first year that we did the U.S. Open at Chambers Bay, and I'm standing there watching him hit driver, on a 605-yard hole and a 6-iron to that par 5 and hit it to 15 feet and 3-putt to miss it. If he makes it, if he makes a 15-footer for Eagle, he'll be the first person in the history of golf to eagle the last hole, win a U.S. Open. Mm. If he two puts it, he goes into an eighteen hole playoff the next day with Jordan Speeth. Just so you know, on a little footnote, none of the Fox team wanted to go an extra eighteen holes. None <laughs> you guys of us. Are done. Huh? Everybody's like, please none, do none one thing go or the other. Yeah. yeah, blow it off the green or knock it in. And then thirdly, he he winds up three putting and, and doesn't even get into a playoff. And Jordan Spieth wins. Yeah. So, but what was impressive to me was how he rebounded. Yeah. He, he comes back and wins the very next opportunity at, at Oakmont in stellar fashion, and he continues to have f- phenomenal years, year after year.
3: Not much scar tissue there. The thing that got me in, the, in some of the interviews, it's kind of funny, and then I was watching some other golf stuff after that and saw the same thing with Tiger. It's kind of funny when they asked DJ, no, were you nervous? And he's like, hell yeah, I was nervous. They asked Tiger coming down the stretch of every event. Well, do you get nervous? He's like, heck yeah, I'm nervous. It's kind of funny how some people perceive these guys aren't getting nervous. These guys are dying inside, but they're still performing. But
2: they're, they're human. Yeah, no, no, they, they no just, question. They
3: just play through it.
2: Bro, I can remember back in the middle 90s, I was playing with Fred Couples. He had a chance, and he did go on to win the Honda tournament. Do you remember back in the day they used to move the Honda tournament all over the place. We played it Eagle Trace yeah. and then we played it West and Some all over the place. Right? Scary courses Yeah, too. right. And Fred came came down to his last five holes were messy. Okay. Bombing it all over the place and wanging it here and there and but he got it done. And he wound up saying in the in the post-round interview, "Yeah, I was really nervous on the back in the back nine. I got 10 text messages going Fred, couples gets nervous?" Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy that, the, that that's that, that idea out there. Yeah,
3: it's, it's there 100%. A lot of them get nervous before because they're, they're, they're throwing up before their rounds, too, and they don't talk about that either.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: That's, that's part of, I think, their brilliance is they've got the courage, even though they're super nervous, anxious, got all the things going against them, that they still go out there and, uh, and battle. Yeah. That's what it's about, just have the courage to go to that point.
2: Well, that's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. Don't go anywhere, guys. We're going to come back with the Dylan Pruitt interview on the Front Nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
4: Are you tired of forking out the big money, all those dollars on golf balls? Well, we finally have an option for you. Let us introduce you to Sniper Brand Golf Balls. This brand new product is a Surlyn covered ball that is just great to play. It's long off the driver, it's accurate with the irons, and, importantly, it's soft around the green. And you know what the best part is? It's just 23.99 for a dozen. That's right, 23.99 and a portion of every sale goes back to a military or law enforcement agency. Find Sniper Brand online at thesniperbrand.com plus you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram and check out their entire line of golf products on their website thesniperbrand.com. And don't forget to check out the Sniper Brand logo. You're going to love
2: it. Let your local farmers insurance agent Ed Vogelbach put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves the St. Louis City, County, and Metropolitan area and any of their families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
1: In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcon would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcon is the largest distributor of general electric appliance parts in North America.
2: Here's a shout out of tremendous thanks to each Marcon regional sales manager, Vinny, Terry, David, Marvin, and Jeff, and their sales and service teams who keep Marcon customers stocked up and equipped with parts needed to keep their appliance service businesses humming. Thank you very much. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden
4: Tee to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk
2: of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. A couple months ago, I received some really good news. My friend Henry Miller from the law firm Grant Miller Smith had represented me in yet another round of legal wrangling for my divorce of almost 15 years ago. I felt as if I was being unfairly burdened by the maintenance I was paying. Not only did they think so, but so did the judge. I cannot tell you how good this feels to be relieved of all that pressure. If you find yourself... In any type of situation regarding your marriage or your children, do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030 and set up on a complimentary appointment. Henry Miller is smart, hardworking, and most importantly, he'll listen to you. They knew my case in and out. They were fair and honest. We had an odd situation occur where I had paid for something that was no longer allowed to be used in the case. They quickly and fairly disposed of the charges and got back to the business of helping me with my problem. Pick up the phone and call 314-788-3030 or visit them at grantmillersmith.com.
0: Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delcey. The Front
1: Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic.
2: Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Purley is with me. And uh, this is The Front Nine, sponsored by the Ascension Charity Classic. Um, man, we are going to have one hell of a field there next year.
3: That's awesome. That's yep. absolutely awesome. I'm reaching out to
2: Philly Mick, get him on the show.
3: The course is going to be ready. The property going be ready.
2: Ernie Els is already committed to play. <laughs> Jim Furyk. Wow. KJ Choi will be there. Mike Weir made the cut at the Masters. It's going to that be a great. That was awesome show. to see yep. him. It was, well. it was. It was great been, to yep, see that. Yep, he's, he's a great He needed to kind of hang in there at the yep. end, and he did. Yep. Um, but uh, I want to say thanks to our friends at Whitmore Country Club for their second year of sponsoring the show. They're doing everything right at Whitmore. They've uh, got a waiting list, believe it or not. Um, it. If you guys are interested in hanging out at a really fun, family centric place, you got to go to Whitmore, 636-926-9622. Talk to Bill Brungart. He is the membership director, um, and he'll give you all that you need to know. There's 90 holes of golf. We've been saying this for for two years now, 90 holes of golf. There's a couple of great swimming pools, 24-hour fitness. They've got their outside patios open, so it's beautiful fall uh, dining and socially distancing, doing it uh, safely. Uh, the holiday parties, they're, they're It's just they've got music out there on the weekends. They're they're doing it. They're just doing it right. They've got a kids club where you can drop your children off and you can go play. You know, the, your little nine. What do we call them? Wine and nine pearl, or just wine, <laughs> wine and, and wine. wine. Yeah, we, you can. Uh, your kids get to play with other children. They can go swimming and play golf. It's um, it's just a great atmosphere. And then you got to stop by the golf shop, and see our buddy Bummer. He's a uh, terrific Ray Farrell. The uh, who's the uh, caddy for uh, Harold Varner, uh, he and Bummer are, are joining forces out there and okay. doing some really fun stuff with the juniors. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, teaching a bunch of kids, and there are a bunch of kids out there, which that's is what really it's great about, to though. see. That's yeah. what
3: it's about, though. That's the future. That's awesome to hear.
2: That's right. So um, um, visit whitmoregolf.com for more information. All right. Pearl, we are going to uh, this interview with our buddy Dillard, Dillard Pruitt. He's from Greenville, South Carolina. His sister has been married to... Jay Haas forever, Belleville's own Jay Haas, and uh, just a great, great, great guy, great guy, great guy. player, won a tournament on the PGA Tour, played in the Masters, and then it uh, has been official on the Sweet PGA Tour. Sweet swinging golden boy. That's right. Let's go to Dillard Pruitt interview.
5: Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that?
1: Dillard Pruitt is brought to you by Golden Team.
2: Gosh, Dillard, I was looking this up. You and I have been knowing each other for way longer than we probably care to admit, but almost 40 years we met back in the qualifying school back in the 80s. And that's
5: hard to believe when you're only 35 years old, you
2: know? I know, exactly. I just had my <laughs> my I think I had my 20th, 35th birthday, or my 25th, 35th birthday the other day. I don't <laughs> know what it was, exactly but right. oh my gosh. Um Dylan, what a, you are such an interesting um, person. You've had a great golf career. You've been in both sides of the playing and, and, and a PGA Tour official. And um, I just want the listeners to understand a little bit about your career. You were a two-time All-American at Clemson. Uh, you played on the European Tour in 1986 and 87 and then joined the PGA Tour for, oh, 10 or 11 years from 88 to around 98. And the first person from Clemson University to win on the PGA Tour. That's pretty cool, man.
5: (laughs) All that says is we didn't have very many good players before I got there (laughs) That's
2: not true. (laughs) That's not true. I can remember, gosh, we played so many practice rounds together, and um, we had so much fun together. I can remember, um, you know, I'd pretty much say, hello. you were one of the straightest drivers of the ball I've ever been with. And I can remember pretty much saying, Heidi, on the first tee. And then when we got to the ninth green, I'd go, hey, you want to go in and have lunch? I hadn't seen you in a couple hours, you know, because I was always left and right. And you were walking down the middle of everything.
5: Well, when you only hit it about 220,
2: you better hit it straight, right? Yeah. No, uh, gosh, Dylan, I think about the PGA Tour back when we played. And in nineteen ninety two uh you finished sixty third on the money list two hundred and seventy two thousand dollars that was so much money back then wasn't it
5: yeah it was it it was i i thought it was a ton of money and and uh you know i i uh you know, you look at the money that the players make today, and and it's a lot of money. But I'm happy for them. I got to be honest with you. I'm happy that the guys making the cut or, are making you know seven to ten thousand dollars. And because you know when we played, you know you could make the cut, and you could still you could still after paying taxes and after paying all your expenses, you, you really you didn't make any money. You know, so I'm happy for them.
2: Talk a little bit about the tour when we played compared to now because you've been an official uh you're getting ready to retire as an official you've been an official for how long almost 20 years
5: 20 22 years i'll, I'll complete my 22nd year so it, it's been a long time you know i've played for eight years and you know played in europe for a couple and you know we both played college golf so been on the road for a long time but you know i've been an official longer than i played and and uh, it's very different. Uh, you know, the money's the biggest difference. but and, and there's one thing that I can't really speak on, but I felt like when we played, uh, you know, late 80s, early 90s, uh, mid 80s, early 90s, uh, you really had a friendship with players. And I, and I feel like the, the guys do uh, today, but I think the friendships are smaller. Uh, and it's it's a lot more of a business than it was, you know, during the years that we played, Jay. I think that's one of the biggest differences that I see.
2: Dylan, to me, the modern play on tour seems so complicated, doesn't it? It's so, there's social media, there's working on your brand, there's all of these people, you know, hanging on and the entourages and stuff. I don't, I had my hands full just trying to play.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the social media thing, look, I'm old and so I don't really get it. Uh, but, uh, you I know, mean, obviously there are a lot of players that, that are on it and I would say probably 80% of the players, you know, do that. I've seen at times where it's gotten players in a little bit of a bond. And I guess that's the part that, that I don't like about it, but, uh, obviously it's a good way to, uh, for these players to, you know, to, to reach out to golf fans, their fans or golf fans, whatever it may be. And uh, and it's a good way to, uh, like you said, build, build their brand. You know, it's something that we never really thought about.
2: No, not at all. And we didn't have a brand. You know, we didn't. Well, you couldn't have put the two of us together and got a brand of, you know, raisin brand. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think much. But, uh, Dylan, one of the things that I really want the folks to understand is you made the transition from playing to being uh, a rules official. First of all, let's just talk for briefly about the rules of golf. When I was with Fox, the first question I asked Mike Davis in the USGA at Chambers Bay was, when are we going to rewrite the rules of golf so people can understand them? They're they're still so difficult, aren't they?
5: They're difficult, and and I think the USGA the RNA got together and and they tried to simplify things. But I'm telling you, the the, the game can be complicated. Balls go everywhere, and you know there are so many so many different uh, things that can happen to a golf ball or on the golf course that it's hard to to make them you know r- simple but uh, you know if i would for any person who loves the game of golf I, I would advise them to to try to to dig into the rules a little bit because honestly they're there to help and uh and i think they can benefit you you know more than they than they, they can hurt you
2: yeah they they really can and if they can understand them, please call me and let me know because uh, man, I I still still try, but I I, I I watch just at the club or when I go out, and I mean Dillard, I see f- five groups break rules every day, and I know they don't even know it. You know what I mean? They're taking the wrong drops, or dropping in the wrong spot, they're doing the wrong thing. It's just it's just it's it's been going on forever.
5: Yeah, and it probably will go on forever. You know, and you talked about the drop. You know the, I mean, you and I played back in the day where we dropped over, you know, over our shoulder, you know, and, and then we went to arm's length, you know, at shoulder height. And 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 now it's around the knee knee height. And I think uh, if I can speak for the USGA and the RNA, I, I think their theory on that is they wanted the ball to, to stay in the general area in which, you know, you were taking relief from. They didn't want the ball to – Hit the ground and roll very far, and uh, I think they did. is as is, is odd as it is, as it is for us today to drop down around our knees. You know, they wanted the ball to travel in the air a little bit. You know, get you know not. They didn't want people to place the ball because they thought that uh, advantages might be taken to the field. You know, in that situation where guys are getting ready to put their hands on the ball. And place it on the ground. So they wanted the ball to travel a little bit in the air and not have the ball roll, you know, very far from where it strikes the ground. I think that's their goal. And and from you know, unless you're on a a, a, a slope, a good slope, I think they achieved that that goal. You know, the ball's on the slope; it's going to roll anyway, and you're going to get to place it. And uh, but uh, you know, I think they achieved their goal there.
2: Diller, take us through what a typical day looks like as a PGA Tour official. Nobody has any clue, first of all, how long the hours are, but second of all, what it's like to mark up a golf course to get it ready for a championship.
5: So, you know, there's always one of us, along with an an agronomist and a shot link person, uh, that goes to a tournament site the week before. So there's, there's, you know, one of the rules staff guys are at the tournament and his main job that week, he's got several, but his main job that week is to define the boundaries and to, to mark the, which is now called the penalty areas, you know, red or yellow. We, most people know them as hazards, but uh, they're called penalty areas now. And and that's your main focus. Uh, You have an agronomist that travels with the, with the tour and he is in, in communication with that superintendent at, at that golf course probably three to four times a year, but he is there during advanced week. And the other big goal other than marking the golf course is, you know, getting the golf course uh, where you, you know, we want it to be played. Green speeds, fairway heights, rough heights, you know, how bunkers are raked, you uh, Mowing of tees, et cetera, et cetera, like that, uh, and and you know, other than marking, you know, getting that golf course ready for the tournament, you know, that's your that's your second big hurdle, you know, that week, and then you also have uh, a notice to players, you know, which is used to be called the notice to competitors. You know, you deal with the field, you deal with the uh, with the pro am that they're going to have on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, You deal with the tournament director at the individual site, you know, representing the the tournament, let's call it Wells Fargo, you know, that week. Uh, You're dealing with uh, player registration. You're dealing dealing with the locker room area. You're dealing with uh, another big part of it is dealing with the evacuation committee and plan. Uh, You know, you hope you never have to evac a golf course, but as you know, in the summertime, when you get those thunderstorms, you know, coming up, uh, you know, where do you put the, the vehicles on the golf course, you know, the, the, the path of coming in from the golf course because you have spec- – generally you have spectators around. Lately we have not. But, uh, you know, and where they drop them off and then where they, uh, they pick them back up to, to take them back out on the golf course uh, is probably one of your – probably your third biggest uh, chore, you know, during advance week.
2: What a big deal that is, well, taking care of the safety of not only the players, but all those people.
5: Exactly. And, and the safety of the people, you know, is is put on our scoreboards. You know, it's on the back of a ticket that is basically uh, at your own risk. But, you know, we, we try to give, you know, depending on the thunderstorm that's coming through, you know, if it's just rain, that's one thing, wind, that's one thing. Uh, but you know, heavy winds when when structures could be affected, and then th- lightning, uh, thunderstorms. The lightning is the is the real scary part. And uh, the tour, I think if you go back to, I think it was Crooked Stick, the one that Daily won. Yep. Uh, where you know lightning hit a bleacher, and you know a couple people passed away. I think the tour got involved and subcontracted out with, with, you know, weather people. And, and we, we have a crew, uh, you know, meteorologics out of Minnesota is, uh, is where the company is located. But uh, I think all tours now have a meteorologist on site and they play a big role. They play a big role in, you know, telling us when the storm's coming in, but also they tell, the guys that are setting up the golf course you know you generally have one person setting up each side and uh and you're in constant communication with that meteorologist telling us you know which way is the wind blowing and how hard is it going to blow because that determines where you should you know you can put hole locations where you can place teams and uh you know the, that meteorologist plays a big part in and the overall function of the tour.
2: Yeah, and, you know, Dillard, what f- folks may not understand, but if, if if you can have some sprawling property and if there's a storm or dangerous area, it, even in a small corner where you got to stop a group, we've got to stop the entire field.
5: Exactly. And, uh, you know, you see it where it's the most uncomfortable situation is like at Pebble Beach for the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am where you can be playing at Pebble Beach – and you've got two other golf courses, uh, Spyglass and MPCC, where you're playing there, you might have fog on one golf course and everything's clear. You know, CBS is wanting you to roll at Pebble Beach because they're on air. But uh, when you have fog at one golf course and you have to stop at one golf course, you know, you might let it go for about 15 or uh, uh 15 minutes, but after that, you know, you have to stop because everybody needs to play under similar
2: conditions. Okay, and that's going to wrap up the front nine, but don't go anywhere. John and I will be back for the back nine, and we'll catch up with the tail end of that interview with Dillard Pruitt. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to teamultra.com for a chance to store awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's teamultra.com to enter.
0: No purchase necessary. Open U.S. Residence 21+. See official rules at teamultra.com. Message data rates may apply. Always will prohibit enjoy responsibly. 80 Michelob Ultra lighters in Louis, Missouri.
2: Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes? Is this a year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and go get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has some of the latest gear from all the major manufacturers like Titleist, Ping, Callaway, and Cobra in their retail store. You will be amazed at their selection. Call Craig today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the in the business for over 50 years. So you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art cameras and equipments, and boom, your game's going to get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. USA
4: USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's.
2: Okay, so you and your family are looking to join a country club. Well, I need to recommend to you Whitmore Country Club. They've got 90 holes of golf in the membership out there. You have access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardine, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the card fees are already included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. My friend Bummer in the golf shop Is a phenomenal guy. You've got to go out and check him out. He and the staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events available all year round. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse and they have a huge fitness center. There's three tennis courts. If you're not into golf, a gigantic pool for you and your family to use. Year round social calendar is spectacular. There's holiday parties, picnics, date nights, always have live music and much, much more. If you're looking for a family friendly Safe place to hang out. You got to check out Whitmore Country Club. Call them at 636 926. 9622.
6: Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furick and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, Pro-Am foursomes on sale now. Visit Ascension CharityClassic.com.
0: We're halfway there. It's time for the back nine on golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogel Bach Agency with Farmers Insurance.
2: Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hurley is with me. We are in the ESPN ESP ESPN studios. Brad Barnes is taking good care of us and we got our buddy, John Boyle, watching over our shoulder, just making sure that our facts are... We don't get ourselves in too much trouble. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Uh, and we're going to the uh, Back Nine, sponsored by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. And uh, Ed, Far- Ed Vogelbach, first of all, Farmers is a phenomenal partner of golf. They're, the the commercials they do with Ricky and some of the other things that they support, every single tournament that's on the TV on the weekends are just great. And Ed Fogelbach fits into this uh, mold, uh uh, beautifully, he is a great guy. He's got nine children, and I think two or three of them work at this agency. And if there's anything you need, anything that you need um, for any of your insurance needs, um, Ed is your guy. So um, this is the back nine, and let's let's go pick up the tail end of the uh, Diller Pruitt interview.
0: Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. There it is, a win for the ages. Oh, <laughs> That was a great putt. And Jack finishing off, and what a day it's been for him. A round of 65.
1: Dillard Pruitt is brought to you by Golden Tea.
2: I can recall um, you were just a new official, and I was playing in Moline, and we went to an uh, Eric Clapton concert, and it was quite a storm that rolled in that night. Uh, getting up the next morning was not so easy, was it?
5: I think it came in from St.
2: Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can remember that I I wasn't making the cut, so my Saturday morning was a lot easier than yours, I think.
5: Uh, Yeah, um, that Saturday was about my worst day on tour, I
2: believe.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The fog rolled in heavy that day. Yeah, yeah, it did. (laughs) Dillard,
2: one of the things, uh, how much time do you guys wind up spending at the golf course on a typical day?
5: So we travel on Mondays, Jay. And uh, now that advanced guy, he's there. But uh, then the other crew that's coming in. So we'll have anywhere from seven to nine guys at, at any given tournament. And uh, we fly in on Mondays. And Tuesday we'll go out and you'll get your assignments. Uh, you know, who's who's setting up? You know, who's checking that person? And who's taking lead groups? Uh, all that means is the guy setting up is pretty simple. He's he's uh, deciding where the the hole locations and the T-markers are going to go, you know, that week on that nine holes. And then there's always a person that goes behind him just to double check that what's on the hole location sheet is what's on the green. And, you know, just look at, at bunkers and just, just a double, you know, a couple more eyes on the golf course before play starts. And then there's always one guy that, uh, that goes – really basically gets in between the first three groups and he just travels around with that group, those groups, uh, checking their times, making sure that they're playing, you know, at a pace that they're supposed to play. And plus you are close to them that if there is a ruling, you can get to them and you can get play, you know, going so that it doesn't. Clog things up or slow things down,
2: right? So you're um, you're in part, you're in contact, Dillard, with those guys trying to figure out the you know get this thing to end at an appropriate time so the television gets all it needs.
5: We we try we try our best. You know if if the finish time for television is at six o'clock, uh, you know we try our best to finish at that time. You know sometimes we we finish early, sometimes we finish a little bit late, but it's a hard, it's it's hard to figure how fast, you know, guys are, they're, they're going to play. And then you don't have, you have no idea what might happen on the golf course, uh, you know, with rulings and, you know, some par fives are reachable. So, so they get backed up, you know, I think one of the most popular things we're seeing today is the, the drivable par four, you know, but that, that just calls delay. it causes delays. And, you know, you try your best, and that's all you can really do.
2: Yeah, for sure. Dillard, does any specific situation over the years of because you got to play, and now you have been an official for the last twenty something years, stand out in your mind as just how unusual or how crazy this ball went, and how to try to figure out what the right thing to do was.
5: Well, at uh, Firestone. Uh, And the the Bridgestone, it used to be the Tournament of Champions. Uh, I had a ruling with with Tiger Woods. It was on the ninth hole, and he was in the right rough, hitting a shot towards the green. His ball flew. He caught a flyer, so it flew over the green, hit a cart path. And from there, it went over the clubhouse. (laughs) And uh, probably, yeah, it was probably... It seemed like it took two days, but I think it took around thirty thirty five minutes, which that's forever, you know. Right. And uh, to do the ruling, and you can only imagine the people. Uh, we did let one group and make possibly two groups play through because uh, they were that was not that was not their last hole, <laughs> and uh, but uh, it it was it was uh, awkward, you know, Tiger. Handled himself, you know, it was just an awkward situation. He handled himself, you know, really well, very professional. And uh, it just took a long time. And it actually, I had to call in another official just to line me up with the flag and get, you know, to one side of the clubhouse, you know, for him to play. And there were cart paths and there were a lot of things that were involved, but that was probably my my worst nightmare, I guess, as a rules official.
2: Yeah, Dillard, you were talking about TIOs. Those are temporary and movable obstructions, and they're all over the golf course. And so I can remember this. I can remember watching this on TV, and I wanted to text you so badly. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What are you going to do with this thing? How did it all play out? Where did Tiger wind up dropping it? How far did he have for his third shot?
5: So his ball went over uh, the clubhouse. We had... Television told us that it went over the the clubhouse. Uh, On the back side of the clubhouse, there was a policeman. And I come out the locker room door out the back side of the clubhouse. This policeman is there. And I just made a a dumb comment You know, you didn't see a golf ball. And uh, he says, Well, there was a golf ball right down here, but a food and beverage guy picked it up. (laughs) He picked it up and he took it. And And the policeman, you're not going to believe this, but the policeman said that the food and beverage guy looked up at him and he goes, do you think this is Tiger Woods' ball? It's got his name on it. So I used, you know, reasonable evidence that that was his ball. So we placed the ball or dropped the ball where that ball was, where the policeman told me that it was. So now we're basically square behind the the clubhouse. So if you're playing the ninth hole and you looked way over to your right, which is about where the first tee is at, uh, at Firestone, that, that's where we ended up dropping. And, uh, you know, we didn't have laser technology. You know, I was doing the best that I could to figure out, well, are we, are we further from the hole? Are we closer to the hole? You know, I picked a point and, uh, we ended up dropping there and, it was uh, it was not on the tee, but it was almost on the tee. He probably had Jay. I'm going to say about it was less than 60 yards, but it was in between 50 and 60 yards. Play to the hole.
2: This is golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host Jay, and I'm visiting with my friend, former PGA Tour player and PGA Tour rules official Dillard Pruitt. And Dillard, that was the ruling I was hoping you were going to say was the most unusual because I've never seen anything like it. Initially. CBS thought that his ball was on the roof of the clubhouse.
5: That, that's correct. And, and so the, they were telling me that on the radio. And so I just, I, for some reason, I thought, well, maybe if it got on the roof, maybe it got to the backside of the roof. Uh, you know, if it would have been lost in the obstruction, the, the obstruction being the, the clubhouse, we, he would have dropped it the place where it entered the obstruction, entered at the, the club the roof of the clubhouse, and it wouldn't have been a terribly tough, you know, ruling. But then once I once I came out of the back side of the clubhouse, this policeman told me about this ball that was on the ground, This Steve Beverage guy picked it up. So that that's when it, it got a little bit more complicated you know, <laughs> after that.
2: Okay, so that's gonna wrap up the back night? Uh, Perley and I will be back on the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. We might have to open one or two. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Dillard in the interview and uh, also talk a little more Masters. This is Golf with Jay Delson.
1: The management team at Marcone would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance parts in North America.
2: Here's a shout-out of tremendous thanks to the loyal customers of Marcone Supply, who continue to show flexibility and a positive attitude through these unprecedented times. The appliance service industry is an American gem and keeps the home front happy. You've
4: seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tee to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of
2: your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers.
4: USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone
2: to Delsing's. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes? Is this a year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and go get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has some of the latest gear from all the major manufacturers, like Titleist, Ping, Callaway, and Cobra in their retail store. You will be amazed at their selection. Call Craig today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the, in the business for over 50 years. So you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art cameras and equipments, and boom, your game's going to get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com.
6: Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit AscensionCharityClassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity classic
2: A couple months ago, I received some really good news. My friend Henry Miller from the law firm Grant Miller Smith had represented me in yet another round of legal wrangling from my divorce of almost 15 years ago. I felt as if I was being unfairly burdened by the maintenance I was paying. Not only did they think so, but so did the judge. I cannot tell you how good this feels to be relieved of all that pressure. If you find yourself in any type of situation regarding your marriage or your children, do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030 and set up on a complimentary appointment. Henry Miller is smart, hardworking, and most importantly, he'll listen to you. They knew my case in and out. They were fair and honest. We had an odd situation occur where I had paid for something that was no longer allowed to be used in the case. They quickly and fairly disposed of the charges and got back to the business of helping me with my problem. Pick up the phone and call 314-788-3030 or visit them at grantmillersmith.com.
0: Grab your friends a cold one and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra.
2: Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearly is with me, and we are on the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. Bro, what is this? Kind of a funky sound of one that's already open. Exactly. One that's already open. And um, we want to thank the boys at uh, Michelob Ultra for sponsoring the show. They've been terrific, and uh, we really appreciate them. All right, so. Dillard Pruitt, you know, we've been to great fishing trips with him. We've been through Alaska, Pine Top, just some just some great, yep. great personal stuff. But when I look at him, I can remember when you're in. This is what I what 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 kind of jogged my memory when Dillard started talking. When you're playing on tour. OK, and let's say you're in the last couple of groups and you foul one off somewhere or you're in a, a situation or you have a condition that you're not certain about and you have an official come out there. Pearl, there are some extremely tense conversations I watched some of them with you. Yeah. I know exactly what well, you're talking about. You know, because you're hiding, you got all this stuff, you're a little pissed <laughs> off because you just <laughs> flip one over the and, and, and you her. always liked the
3: great debate, no matter what it had to do with? I'm a debater. You are a debater. No
2: question about that, idiot. You know, I got three holes left, and I'm going to sit down and d- d- debate something. But anyway, the one thing that I loved about Dillard was that, and I could, wa- I would watch guys that I played with, when I was playing with a star, they would absolutely try to intimidate these officials. Hmm. And Dillard was a rock. Because he played. He knew. And there was no... But he had that sort of integrity yeah, about himself. Yeah. There is no way you were going to get away with some oh, sort of rule violation. Well, I that doesn't
3: surprise me at all. No. That's, a, that's the type of guy he is. And he knew the game and he knew the guys. Yep. And he did what he needed to do.
2: Yep. Yep. And he was... Uh, he was such terrific. a good player.
3: It was disappointing from my perspective as a, as a friend that uh, he didn't keep on playing. But I know the playing was kind of driving him crazy. It was driving him
2: crazy. He could hit the ball. He could drive it in every single fairway and hit the ball so straight and just had trouble sometimes getting it in the hole. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so that was a, a really fun interview. How often you get a guy that played on tour for ten plus years and then was an official, you know, for another twenty plus years? Are we going to tell a story about experience?
3: when you, him, and I went fishing up in Pine Top? Are we going to tell that was story? Was I there?
2: Yeah, you were there, all right. You so were the you center. going to tell a center of attention. Me turning <laughs> the turn microphone back on.
3: <laughs> so we go out. It uh, had a little uh, cabin up in Pine Top on this little c- called Rainbow Lake, and just a little tiny lake. And we were very at the end of the lake, kind of on a little tributary, and. So I have this crappy little plastic John boat with a little electric motor, that's all you're allowed to have on that lake. And so I said, Hey guys, let's go fishing.
2: Bro, what do you think What do you think the weight limit on that plastic John boat half was? Half
3: of what we put in it. I know that. It was somewhere around Because Dylan was
2: tipping some, some big LBs at the <laughs> time, and you and I are not, you know. Well, part of it, too, was it, it had two seats and there was three of us. So we had right. that lawn chair that we put in the middle. Who
3: was in the middle? Yeah. yeah. Mr. J. Delsey was in the middle. It was a very comfortable chair. It was a nicer chair than Dylan
2: and I had. If you had to think about it again, would you you would put me in the middle. If you had to do that over, if again? I had to
3: think about it again, you. I, wouldn't, been have, been I, wouldn't, have been, I wouldn't
2: have got to go. Okay, yeah. so
3: so we go out there, and, and we're not out there very long, and uh, we're 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 casting to the shore and stuff like that. And, and this of, is like
2: fishing in a. Hey, let move. me tell the story. Like this. Let me you're, tell you're, the story. You, you
3: can't bend your elbows anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> so he just made his excuse. He set himself up. Oh, well, that's not
2: even. I got twenty more coming. <laughs> here's
3: here's what happens. So we're casting in the shore and. Which happens, Jay makes a cast and the the, the half of his pole detaches and, and goes in the water, which can happen once in a while, and he's reeling that thing in, and as he's reeling in, we're kind of watching, laughing of course, teasing him a little bit, but as instead of reeling it all the way in to where the pole just kind of comes in, the second half of the pole comes into the boat. That's where
2: the mistake All of a started. sudden, he
3: starts leaning out of his lawn chair over the edge, and both Dillard and I at the
2: same time, Jay, no, 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 no! Well, guess what? everything went down the boat's upside down everything i'm looking went for down. the uh for what did the, we lose uh, we lost a lawn chair the battery we? your
3: lawn chair the whole thing so yeah. that's part of it that's not terribly surprising to us so the beauty of this oh is, you're gonna tell the oh, second yeah, part we're gonna tell oh, the geez. best part so oh, this so ridiculous we, somehow we dragged this thing into the shore and it's monkey and everything else and oh, dillard, was was lucky. All, dillard was already thinking we're gonna be up in the pine top mountains we're gonna be in this beautiful fly fishing so he was already disappointed as hell with what we were doing. <laughs> drag this boat in through, into shore, go up on the back porch, take clothes off, hang it on the back railing and everything, grab a beer. We're sitting there. Our wives are out shopping. They happen to come back about 20, 30 minutes later. Jay's ex walks through the door. Does you, it, who, who was it? Jay's ex. Oh, okay, my ex. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jay's ex walks through the door, looks at the railing, looks at us, and says,
2: Jay, what did you do? <laughs> yep. She said the same thing to me when the stock market crashed in 2008. yeah anyway oh my god it was really time. fun it was really fun. it was really fun and uh yeah I did that I tipped the entire thing over anyway let's get back on the masters thing. all right so I want to talk about Tiger real quickly. He looked like he was playing golf on one leg. Okay, but you me. and I
3: talked about this. Soft golf course, all that walking, weather, sketchy, coolish, rainy, on-off. That's not conducive for Pearl. for a body that's on the no edge. No
2: question. The other thing that, that, that never got talked about was he had to play more than 18 holes. Yep. He had to play 27-plus holes one day. It, 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 it yeah. wiped him out. Yeah. And And it's hard to see when you look at him without – knowing the history, because he's still so fit, and he's mm-hmm. still, you know, he's not that old. That body, John, is way older than what his calendar age says. Uh, he's
3: uh, he's he's pressed it pretty hard for a long time. Yep. You know, positive things, working out, running, but you, you hear yep. what his regimen regiment has been for all these years, let alone, and you and I have talked about this. People don't get this, and you can get it because you did it. I did some of it. Just the amount of travel you guys do. Yeah, beats beat beats you up. It beats the hell out of you. You're yep. sitting in, on airplanes and the rent cars and all these situations that you're not used Even to. Even if you're enjoying.
2: on a G five, it's gotta well, it put is beat different
3: you for him a little bit, true. don't you? No, I, I have to re- retract that. Yeah. No, not on a G five. By the uh, way, yeah. why weren't we on a G five?
2: Uh we sat in G, row G five well, okay. before. Well that's not what I thought you meant. No. You know, um <laughs> it's kinda like when like when does a plane leave? Uh whenever I tell the pilot <laughs> yeah. to fire up the engine. Yeah, that wasn't us. Um we were kind of on the carnival uh, cruise line sort of arrangement with Southwest <laughs> sitting backwards in middle seats. Um, so I, 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 think, um, I think that was really significant. I think that rain delay and uh, so much um, to me, that was one of the hardest things to figure out as a young player young player on tour. You get these rain delays and right in the middle of a round, you could be five or six under par, you could be two over par, you could be a crucial parts in your points or parts in your round, and suddenly the rugs pulled out. And you don't know, you know, playing in the Midwest or playing on a tour, you don't know when they they, they tell you dangerous conditions, are off the course. They don't say, hey, we're gonna resume in an hour. They send you into mm-hmm. some room or the locker room, whatever, and you don't know. You might start in 40 minutes, it might be never. So there was a process that goes on with your mind that really is important, that obviously. You know, DJ and the, and the the great players have f- figured out. But it's a process. It's not easy.
3: It happens more often than people realize because TV makes it kind of go away a lot of times. And I can remember being out there and the number of times you would kind of talk me off it because I, I hated it. And especially if I knew I was going to carry 30, 30 holes the next day, I'm thinking oh, how know. am I going to make this? I hate this. it even more. But yep. I'll tell you, there's also times, because I've experienced it, where it can save you. You're out there struggling and you're bleeding sideways and, and things aren't going to happen. You can regroup. And sometimes something he'd... about a rain that comes through, it's like Things just feel different to you. Well, look what
2: happens with Rory. Rory is playing phenomenal golf. He said, I haven't been playing better than this in I don't know how long. And he comes out and just plays awful golf the first nine. He said he went to the range to just kind of loosen up, see if he could work on something. And all of a sudden, one of the Masters officials comes up and says, you're on the tee in 20 minutes. And all of a sudden, he went like, oh, I don't have enough time to think about this. And look at how well he played. Yeah. And he said, he goes, I really didn't have any time to think about it. So I just kind of went, you know, John, you're absolutely right. How many times were you and I together where we wish we could have called? Can we get a five-minute time oh, out?
3: Absolutely. I was going through tour school up in Canada one year, and I'm right on the edge. And yeah. I am struggling, and I've got nothing left. And I'm hanging out, hitting cut shots and thinking if I get up and down, I'll make it. We've got this huge thunderstorm coming through. Get about a 45-minute hour reprieve. I go out, shoot a couple under, coming down the stretch, felt completely different, and all of a sudden, make it easy, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, can go, yeah, it can go both ways. Yeah, it's a big deal, and,
2: and, and you really don't know when you're when you're um, a younger player, you're kind of tossed around back and forth, and you don't know. When I got older, I was like, I know exactly what you I'm going what to do. do. I yeah, knew exactly yeah. what I was going to do. I, I started doing mental prep as soon as I got into the locker room, and then once I got a sense about the the... Uh, You know, the tour got more developed, and we had meteorologists out there and stuff, and I got a sense for what was what. Then I got, you know, some sense of, okay, I can go eat now, and I can get ready to play because I'm going to tee off in somewhere between an hour or two.
3: You guys, you had to be on that schedule, and you had to get back on it somehow every time, and it mattered a lot.
2: Okay, so how about money? Let's talk a little bit about Masters money.
3: You know, and they never hardly talk about it. No, they, I'm kind of glad that they don't. Yeah, but it's still, it's well, still as they, you're going to point out, well, significant to Well, I will tell you this:
2: there's not another event that we play on tour that players play and don't find out till Sunday what the purse is, what they're playing for. But they were playing for a substantial amount—eleven and a half million bucks. DJ wins two million dollars. Um, one point two four for the second place guys, uh, Cameron Smith and who do you tie with? Uh, uh, somebody.
3: See, it doesn't matter who comes in second. Nope, There's it good proof so we right forgot it
2: already. But I got a couple of things. What do you think the guy that finished uh 58th made? Last place money.
3: 58th. Uh, fifty five thousand dollars.
2: Guess you wish it. you made twenty eight thousand nine hundred dollars. And if you finish 15th all by yourself, you made a cool two hundred and seven million dollars, which is probably a little less than Austin Johnson made. Yeah. For caddying <laughs> for his brother. Exactly. Think about exactly. that for a minute. You know, they
3: really are a good team out there. And he seems comfortable with him. And I heard a couple of announcers talking about what there was a day when they first kind of started. And it was a little bit of a funky start when we were telling the story. But it sure has worked out.
2: Yeah, Dustin popped him a little bit on eighteen. Did you see that? Because Austin was realizing, oh man, we got this in the bag, and he started tearing up a little bit. And and Dustin said, hey man, I I got to finish this off. I can't start crying now. You well, know, he's and, had a
3: couple things don't go very well in the last hole, so
2: he's thinking until yeah, this is signed off and they're exactly the check,
3: I'm not sure this is going to happen. Yeah,
2: it, it was uh, it was really well done. Um, some of the coverage. Let's talk about that yeah. just briefly. You know, a lot of drones. It was interesting. Um, but, Jay, I've never seen them miss so many shots. Yeah, they didn't follow
3: the ball, then all of a sudden they're, they're panning in the trees and it was in the edge of the, which uh, is almost just off the fairway. And then they're, they didn't give you a perspective with the shot. I was, I would say there was for me at least a half dozen times, and I don't ever remember seeing that. In any did you feel like there was
2: more Thursday, Friday, Pearl? I felt like I didn't maybe. See, I, I'm I not didn't see remember it as that. much on the weekend, but I, 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 don't know. It was I don't know if it was rain related, you know, and delay related, and they were trying to move crew around and stuff. But it was a little. But I think they had little 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 the funky. crew in different
3: locations than they're used to, so I think that no may have missed them. Messed there were them more up angles, yeah.
2: more flyover sort of things, and I didn't um, like the flyovers, yeah.
3: It's um. I don't know. I wanted the tradition. I wanted the what we normally see, and I understand the flowers weren't there, and they're, so they probably wanted to give us a different look. I don't want to see that look personally anymore. Yeah. It's still beautiful. It's spectacular. It's fun to watch. All those good things, but I don't know.
2: Pearl, it, we got another show in the books. You understand
3: that? What number is this show?
2: Somewhere right before one hundred. What's it's, I think this is Wayne Gretzky right here. <laughs> Sweet number ninety nine. Thanks for being with me. Yeah. Me, it was thanks great. so much for. Uh, for pushing the buttons and keeping us on track. John Boyle, thank you so much for being here and um, fact-checking us. So any problems you have with any of the facts, yeah, send, John, us the send, send us uh, the notes. Send the emails to, to uh, John Boyle. Uh, that's just perfect. But um, next week, our hunters show. It'll be fun. Hit them straight, St. Louis.
0: That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101espn.com as well as at JDelsingGolf.com.